Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Dead Baby Bear Podcast. Dead Baby Bear. Long story. A podcast starts when you start listening. (laughs) Prior to that, it's just words in space. Words in the air. Words in space. Is that what is happening above us? Like everything's flying above us? Like all the posts. We're all on flying. Everything's flying. What? Oh, like the, is that the where social media goes up in the air. I think so. It has to rise, right? It's all, all like that social a, media smoke rising. Is it all in like a satellite? Like how does this work? Like what would what what? what I I think that one day the Russians or someone's going to try to blow up the internet so we lose internet because that would destroy the world. You think so? Facebook went down Sputnik. for six hours and people has there had been a, a Sputnik two yet? Maybe we should launch that. What's Sputnik? Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> What's Sputnik? Don't you remember Russian? Why did I laugh at that? Just <laughs> Here's what I do whenever I know something and somebody else you doesn't. Laugh I them? laugh at them. I, I laugh at them you not idiot. knowing you it. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm like, well, you know, nine times nine. And somebody's like, is that eight? I'm like, <laughs> you, idiot. you don't even automatically know. But I do. <laughs> Sputnik was like the first satellite dish launched on Earth from Russia. Oh. So it launched the entire Apollo program. Oh. Because the Americans were like, what the fuck's that? It's Sputnik. Like, literally, they were like, what in the fuck? Is-? It was the f- like the first internet post. Didn't they send a dog up there, too, named Laika? I, I don't know. know. I, I don't know. know. The but first dog in I space. I like how you knew the animal one and not the one that changed the fucking planet. Because <laughs> I don't care about that one at all. But yeah, it was the first internet post, essentially, is what it was. It's like some- And Russia was like, eat this. <laughs> and America was like, "What is that?" Because normally you could just you could just lie, right? Like, yeah. What's what's Russia doing? But your news <laughs> was all American news. You didn't have Russian news, so Russia could be up to fucking anything. They didn't have news. Russia had news, but it was in a different language that no one wanted to learn. Yeah. And it was all in Russia, right? So they had their own propaganda. We had our like little you would propaganda. Think that'd be the first thing you'd want to do if you wanted to know more Spina cultures, learn their language, but. North mm. Americans are so full of themselves. They're like, I'm not learning that. People look dumb speaking Russian. So it's it's a hard <laughs> one to want to learn unless you're traveling there. Because it, when you watch people speak Russian, you're like, that looks like it hurts. It does look like you know they're about I mean? to vomit <laughs> <at any minute. laughs> You're just like, Jesus. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like, just puke and get it over with. Like they look like they're about to be sick, but they're telling you they love you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus fucking, whoa. And they're like, I just love you, you know, or whatever. Like they're just so fucking dumb too, all of them. All the Russians are dumb. Well, that's what's weird about Russians is they seem dumb because mm-hmm. they speak a language that makes them look dumb when they talk it. Yeah. And then they fix crazy problems. And you're like, how did, how did somebody that talks that stupid? And it's like, no, it's just language. It's yeah. just like their mouth moves they dumb. They probably say stuff about people english speaking people their mouth makes their mouth moves in a way that makes them look less intelligent than they are because of the language that they've chosen i don't know why they like it's just weird english seems like it makes sense right when we're speaking it it's (laughs) like it it does no but it doesn't make me do anything I don't have to go bug. I don't. It doesn't. You gesture. It doesn't have to be performative. I've Russian, seen you Russian on stage, is like it's it's mandatory around. that it's performative. You can't speak. You can't whisper in Russian. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, that, that's I, not even Russian. I don't Russian. know why I, that did not sound Russian. I, I am know. terrible at accents. I'm I did really my weird. ADHD test today. Yay! Quiz. Did you pass? I passed. Yeah. Do you have ADHD? Colors. Well, of course. Of Who course, doesn't? Yeah. What human doesn't? Yeah. And that's not true though, because like, uh, I like, uh, that's what everyone I feel with 80 with ADHD feels are like, well, cause they're trying to say, no, I, what I feel is normal. Everyone else feels like this, but I've talked to this about, about this with people that don't have it. They're like, no, I don't ever feel like that. And no, my brain does not go there. And like, it's always, yeah. And then I was talking to somebody mm. about it. Cause they were like, how did you get diagnosed with ADHD? I'm like, well, or what were your symptoms? And then he said, like, because all of my friends that have di- been diagnosed with it, they always say that, like, cocaine doesn't do anything for them, that they get tired. And I, like, w- I've done coke a few times, and every time I'm like, I'm sleepy. I'm never like, let's party all night. And I was like, why is it doing this to me? Why am I this way? And then he goes, it has to do with your ADHD because, like, uh, just, the, like, taking an upper. Yeah, well, well, I did it at your wedding, and I didn't freak i did want to go to sleep you did freak out a little bit you sat in my aunt's living room for an hour no but i by myself relaxing with an animal oh okay that's as that's as close to sleep as you can get it yeah you weren't over you weren't over there trying to sell a business to my "Ah." uncle (laughs) exactly i was like listen listen there's three there's gonna be three launches there's gonna be three major launches on this this is a three phase this is a free three phase launch I need you get on. You need to get on the ground floor, Bill. You said a 
at one point you were like, I would buy anything from your brother. Like, what was my brother saying to you? Was he trying to sell you trailers? Because he works, he sells he's trailers. He's just one of those now. guys that's really like, um, he's good at either. Convincing? He's got two things where he's like, he can be um, authentically convincing or he can go into fake mode and yeah. do it and do it as easily that way. So that's when you can tell a guy's like a good salesperson. When you're like, wow, when this guy's being real and legit, he's like a really genuine, like, you're like, fucking, this guy's a genuine guy. Yeah. And I, you know, I want to help him out. And then he, you can, you know that he can like flip it into like, okay, now I'm fake Oliver, <laughs> but I'm still going to sell you this shit. Yeah. My brother's pretty, pretty genuine. I love how he like made everybody cry at the wedding because <laughs> he told, he was said he did that speech and he said, I don't even remember what he said. He's like, did anybody record that? I want to know what I said, <laughs> but he was just drunk. Yeah. No, it was a good one. Everyone cried. I thought and it was a good speech. My friends, Nick and Alyssa, called him and an emotional people, terrorist. I, I know. Well, usually when people say, like, I don't even remember what I said, it's, it's, uh, that's what I like to call plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> I just whipped this up this afternoon. And then it's like something that took Mouse a tongue nine years to write. <laughs> You're like, Jesus Christ. That was pretty good for a little banquet room. I love room. that. That's one of my favorite names. I'm not history. saying Oliver stole it. I'm just joking. No, no, no. I, I don't think he could. He, he thinks it was just off the top of his head. But uh, I love that name, Mousey Tongue. I, if I had a kid, I would might name it Mousey. Mousey Tongue. Yeah, it's fun. It's Mousey. a fun. You can say it any way you want. There's Mousey like, McGee. There's a lot of ways to say Mousey Tongue. Yeah, I really love that. And there's name. probably people that heard us say that and went, "That's not how you fucking say it." <laughs> you say Mao Sejong or some <laughs> fucking weird. That's shit. like one of my favorite historical names. English, I feel, I I stick with this. English is the most natural language for any human mouth. That's such a white guy thing to every say. Every other language, <laughs> every other language requires your jaw to do something that we weren't supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the other languages make you go back make you like hinge your you know you're not supposed to do that with your mouth not, not french english is the one i think is the must have been the first language had to have been Every really other, oh, no it had to have been wasn't it like latin or something english Probably. was not the first no language. it wasn't but all right, let's do this and get it over with. No I was story. watching The View today, and they had Condoleezza Rice on. Condi. Condi Rice. And then they started talking about, because um, they're going through all this stuff in America, oh, I guess in Canada too, about curriculums. And um, they were talking about critical race theory. And it was kind of weird because Condoleezza Rice said, like, I don't think we should be teaching like children critical race theory because what I see is that it's just making um, – it's just making white people feel guilty for everything that's happened in the past. And I don't think that's what we want to do. We want everybody to learn what happened, but we don't want, uh, we, we don't want a whole race of people to feel like it's completely their fault. And I was like, I can't believe that she's saying this. Like that seemed very, she is but she's a right. Like, like yeah. she's, she's yeah. She's sort of like a 61 year old Candace Owens. Yes, a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, she was in the Bush administration before it was popular to hire people of color. Yeah. And right. that's why so she, she was, was in the Bush administration. Conservative, yeah. yeah. That's what they wanted. That's what Trump wanted um, fucking Omarosa to be. But Omarosa was like, I quit. I ain't doing this, this shit. This guy's crazy. Yeah, she was smart. But she I was, was like, like, I'm out of here. But it was interesting because I think that, like, I think that that's, I think they really do need to teach real history. But they do need to teach, like, people, like, let's not hate each other now. Let's learn from I this history. I think what you have to do is teach what white people did historically. But then, then also something bad a black person did. You know what I mean? Let's even it out a little bit. You know, talk about how a million uh, Asians were wiped off of the face of the earth because of white people's greed. Yeah. But then also say, you know, I had an Asian neighbor named Charlie and he'd never cut his lawn. <laughs> like, mix it up, right? Tell me some shitty story about Asians and black people. And, yeah, nobody's perfect. Right. So everybody's getting, you know, mud is being slung in all directions yeah. and you forget that we're the ones that did the millions and they're the ones that like, you know, wouldn't fix their fans. Yeah. Well, like you have kids. Do you see what they teach them? Like, do you see what they teach them about history in Canada? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely, I can definitely see why conservatives like Jason Kenney would want to balance the scales because, you know, it definitely is sort of like, um, here's Sir John A. Macdonald. Yeah. And it's like, he has like a Hitler mustache, you know, like, <laughs> He is hit. Like, I mean, the way that he's taught is yeah. he's fucking oh, he's, Adolf. He's not a hero. Hitler. Yeah. No, he's taught as Hitler. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's not. Um, but I mean, he did. Co he oh, he's tried, terrible. He did try to commit cultural genocide. So, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, 
take down his statue. Don't put him on the money. I agree yeah, with that. But leftists have really ruined Thanksgiving for me because now, like, now <laughs> it's all about the food. Nothing. I can't celebrate any other part of it. But Thanksgiving in America is very different from Thanksgiving in Canada. Like Thanksgiving in Canada. What's it, Thanksgiving? What's the difference? Well, what are we well, celebrating? It's the harvest. No, it was it's, never about it's, anything. It was about the harvest. It was about mm. harvest, like farmers harvesting. It has nothing to do with, no? with pilgrims. No, well, what it wasn't. The fuck? Why do we even fucking have one? Because they have one. Because they have one. But we had to have one first because... uh, Oh, my God. Why did we co-opt theirs and then have it earlier than them? That's a douche move. Because it was about the... It was about the harvest. It was like this... Around this time, this is when all the farmers are harvesting their That's hilarious that we both have Thanksgiving and ours is like, for us, it's about legumes and roots. (laughs) It's about legumes and root vegetables. For you, it's about that fucking guy who hung the indigenous from trees and fed them to dogs. (laughs) But for us, it's about fucking watermelons and yahoo. (laughs) So why the fuck is ours so much nicer? It is nicer. That's a way nicer thing to celebrate. It is a nicer thing to to celebrate i mean i think canadians still think that we there are canadians out there that think that our history isn't as bad as america's history but it is still pretty fucking bad like it is almost worse actually because they're like canada's done a really good job at covering up all of the shit but i've sort of like i don't know it's sort of like in some ways it's like what i was talking about with uh you know when i talked to you about like Chappelle and Chappelle's special and like that one line where he says like to what extent do I have to participate in your self-image? And it's like, it's pretty easy. Um, you just have to call them what they want to be called. Yeah. Like it's not hard. Yeah. Like we act like it's fucking hard. Um, but yeah, like my I, the example I gave of Robert where it's like some guy who's like, my name is Robert, but I, I please call me Rob. And you're like, fuck you. I've known you, Robert, your you whole life. You were born a Robert. Yeah. You will always be Robert. a fuck. Like we yeah. do it all the time. We change people's names all the time. It's not yeah. hard, but you know that change in language so fast has made us like we don't look back at all. Yeah, like we don't look back in history. Fucking no. Everything that's happening now is the worst it's ever been. Or you know? everything that's happening now is the first time it's ever happened, which is complete bullshit. So like that, that to me, it's like that's a long way to go. But it's like you know Canada, a history of fucking dis, you know horror. Yeah. horror America, but it's all, it's everywhere. Yeah. Every, you know, so it's like, it's nothing to really feel guilty about. Well, our children. Like it's something to, it's something to learn, our children but there's no reason to feel guilt because every story starts that way. Yeah. So then everybody on earth should be carrying this like, burden of shit. Like do feel guilty about the Holocaust? Like do they um, feel bad about, like do I, because they must teach it in school there. They must Maybe teach like the school. ones that. Anything strict laws, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, as the a ones German that live person, in the like, ones that live in Argentina and change their names to like fucking Adolf Maradona, <laughs> <laughs> those ones probably feel a little guilt because they're like, I think my dad did it. <laughs> like, imagine the day that they're like, actually, you know how my dad said he never killed nobody in Germany? I think he fucking did. Yeah. What if you found out that uh, someone in your past, uh, or your had dad, a bad, right? You're like, yeah, like, who was the what? What was the what was the Garneau? Was it no Garneau? Grandin. Grandin, Grandin was Station, that the one Government that just Central. Got renamed because he was a horrible, horrible person. So was what he if, a Catholic? Yeah, and so we would have left him alone for a long time because he was Catholic. Oh, right? I guess then, like, not a lot of priests have families, so we don't have to worry about that. But like, what, what would you, what would you do if you found out that like down the line your uncle was Hitler? <laughs> like, what like, would that's you do? Fucking cool. I don't know. This that changes our crest. <laughs> <laughs> this radically changes our crest. <laughs> Let me go get the crayons. <laughs> Time to take out the bowling pins and put in human bodies. Oh my god. We don't <laughs> Sure we're still known for bowling, but you know what? Murder comes first. That's amazing. Well, I mean, they're really catching all the serial killers that they couldn't catch now because their relatives are getting those <laughs> ancestry things done. Like it, yeah. that's crazy. Can you're you imagine the- if your uncle's like, "Hey, don't get that done. Don't don't, no. don't, don't, don't get that test. No, like I actually wrote a sketch about that. Uh, I never did anything with it. But yeah, it was just about a guy who uh, is a murderer. Yeah. And then his two brothers want to find their mom. And they're <laughs> yeah, like, they like, want him to go to 23andMe with them. And oh, he's yeah. like, ah. And then he hires a woman uh, to play their birth mother. Like he <laughs> bring, <laughs> brings a woman and she's an actress and he pays her like $50,000 to like pretend to be their mom for the length of the... Uh, 
whatever the fuck sketch I wrote. Yeah. So yeah, she has to. Uh, so I wrote that one, and then at the same time, I wrote one about like a black improviser <laughs> who comes into a white troupe and like starts dominating. Yeah. And is just like fuck you, like. <laughs> but the white people need him in the group. Has to be there. Like, yeah. They must have uh, like some diversity. And now they can't get rid of him. You cannot like just get rid of the only black input. So he completely begins to dominate and tell them like, go fuck your, like he get, like flinches at him and they're like, oh, heavens no. Like they're all fucking scared of him. He's like, this dominant. And then when they get on stage, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. People fucking love this guy. He's the funniest so fucking guy. No. And they love, so yeah, the audiences are like, so it becomes their nightmare. Yeah. Right. Their nightmare is like, they go on stage with, uh, somebody who's like emotionally abusing them constantly <laughs> and he murders destroy like Chappelle levels the room they can't even fucking compete with the heat this guy brings and then they get off stage and like what you fucking like and they're like oh boy see you tomorrow see you for rehearsals what time see- what time does re- what time's rehearsals did you see they had a protest the people that worked at Netflix were protesting the Chappelle special that should be taken down I'm like I'm at the point where I'm like, I think that there's more important things in the world than you not being able to understand that it's, you don't have to watch that. And it's not, it has nothing. I don't know. I'm just tired. And also I, I'm very tired of how hypocritically it is censorship. It's censorship. It's exact. That's what they want to do. They want to censor this thing. Yeah, But Kathleen, it's hate speech. <laughs> oh, it's not hate speech. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just so frustrating that this is what's the biggest issue in the world today. Like people are upset about this. Like there's way worse stuff. People are starving to death in Canada and people are marching at Netflix to take a fucking special off of a streaming service. Yeah, we were stop. We talked about it before the podcast about how like, um, you know, you have to tell everybody what it was never. (laughs) It was never about um, getting it pulled. It was about eliciting a response from a CEO that was conciliatory and made him sort of like have his tail between his legs. And we're we're so we shouldn't have had like they want, they needed to be, you know, as you know, those groups tend to be is like the winner. We have to be declared the winner. And so it's not about like Chappelle special can be pulled or not pulled. It's about having video of a CEO, like in a hostage video, like, you know they're standing around them with swords and he's reading off a sheet yeah. like I, I you know they'll cut my head off if i don't say this kind of like yeah. um but in the so, long but run he, he, and he didn't do that he was just like he acted like a 1980s ceo yeah. and was like yeah we do it again do you think it's s- funny and we do it again <laughs> but do you think that there are people that think that this is hurting dave Chappelle's feeling because i have news for them he got paid already I don't think he cares if it gets taken down or not. He's like, I cash my he doesn't, check. He doesn't seem to have rejection sensitivity dysphoria. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You don't know what that is? <laughs> it's well, I learned about it today. <laughs> ADHD, my ADHD is test. That what you yeah, it's one of the main sort of things of ADHD. What does that mean? Because then he was like, well, it's basically like you're wired so that you're, um, you know, you are so attuned to rejection that. Like everything feels like rejection yeah. or you're ex- assuming rejection is right around the corner. Yeah. Everybody hates you and you're about to be rejected. Oh, that's um, what th- that's the technical term to how I feel all the time. <laughs> so and then he and then he was like, oh, do you feel that? I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. And then uh, he said that, you know, usually people like that become like people pleasers. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I, I probably because they're, you know, they're people that are like as soon as they're in a situation with another person, they're like, what does this person want? Yeah. How does this person feel? And I will just give them what they want because I can't be rejected by them. That's horrible. So I was like, yeah, I guess that would fit me. Except like if I, you know, I'm this, if somebody, if I went to people and like, I guess I'm a people pleaser, they'd be like, I don't think so Yeah. because you've never pleased anybody. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like no one's ever been pleased by you. So how the fuck are you? It's like the people that are like, um, oh, I just like, I guess I say yes to everything. I just like, you know, I, I need to learn to say no. I just, and it's like, you've never fucking helped anybody. Like, I hate it when people start talking like that. Yeah. Like, oh, I just need to learn to say no because I just give and I give and I give. I need to be more assertive and I need to learn to say no. I just say yes to everything and I help and I help. And, and I, whenever I hear people say that, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Not really. You just, you know, like most of the people that feel that way, they don't even really do it. Yeah. So, I, you know, the people pleaser thing was the same where I'm like, I guess. Yeah. But if I'm on an elevator, I was just on an elevator 
and I pressed four and then it, you know, nothing happened. And then I heard a rustling bag and a human and I fucking e- just pressed oh, close. I pressed yeah. close immediately. I pressed yeah. close over and over again. So am I a people like that? I should. Well, that's, that's your anxiety. That's beating. a person. Why am I not pleasing them? Because I, they haven't seen me. That it sort of like shows you that, yes, you're a people pleaser, but it's like almost a weird, the weirdest version of narcissism ever. Yeah. Because that person is a, that's a person outside of the elevator, but they didn't know me or see me. Yeah. So I was like, fuck you. Like, I will close this. Yeah. You will get on another fucking elevator. But had they seen me for even a millisecond, I would have been like, Hey, oh, fuck it. Like, I would have, like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, He's faking. I had He's... to, ah, like, I would have lunged to fucking, cl- it halfway closed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, honey, I, ah. But nowadays, it, because of COVID, it's much easier to say, oh, I'm sorry, you have to wait for the next elevator. Fuck you. I do that in, in hotels. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to be on this elevator I think they should you. close from down to up. I wish it did that. You know what From I mean? Down to up? Yeah, because then I could fucking like duck, oh. like somebody's coming. Get die, fucking. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen it anyone should, actually? Because then, catch- as soon as it starts to go up, you're like, you can't possibly hop that. Bye. Have you ever seen anyone actually successfully catch? You're like, oh, I try, I try. Yeah, I when wish you could hit the button the whole time. My arm. I, I want to see somebody's arm actually fucking well, come like, off. When I went to go get these drinks before the thing, this woman. Asked for change. I'm like, I don't have any cash on me. And she goes, Oh, that's that's fine. That's absolutely that's fine. I understand. Like she was so mad at me that I didn't have. Like yeah, you like how could you? you, She doesn't have rejection sensitivity. That's fine. Like thank you for letting me know that that's fine. Like Mm -hmm. and in a very sarcastic way. Think about it. Rejection sensitivity dysphoria prevents you from ever being in that position. You could never be home like uh, on the streets like that ever. Yeah. Yeah, because you just be constant. No, just constantly. Yeah. Like fuck you. Yeah. Like oh, that's fine. Like that's listen, one good bitch. thing about ADHD. Like it's even. not 2004. Like yeah. in 2004, you could still be like, you know, where, do you have any cash? Like, I don't have any cash. Just my card. And they'd be like, bullshit. I know you got 18 bucks and a card. Yeah. But now, literally, no one has cash. That's another thing that COVID has helped us with. We don't ha- carry cash anymore. Yeah. But soon, most people will have some sort of a, a square space. Or I can't they believe they don't. I can't believe they don't either. I can't believe no one's ever been like, well, this is my e-transfer. <laughs> Here's oh, my I, email. I would be like, uh, you know, like all it takes, you'd be like, I would just be in a group of guys yeah. and it'd be like, we got 80 bucks, Yahoo. And I'd be like, wait, let's can, let's just not drink one day. Yeah. And go get ourselves a machine. We well, just need to get a machine and then we can, you know, fucking like tap our lives away. Well, it's kind of funny. That'd be so, great. Boop, boop, boop. I don't know if we have it as much in, in Canada, but like in America, they have Cash App and they have Venmo. And I see it all over TikTok, like uh, Venmo me, Cash App me. Like people are just like, like, I guess that's how they're making money off of TikTok without like TikTok mm. being involved at all. But but it's just like everybody is like expecting uh, people to send the money now. It's so crazy. How does TikTok make money? Like the same, I guess the. Uh, I have no I mean, idea. Obviously, the same way they all do with ads. And yeah, shit. with ads. So th- how can they still have a model where they just don't pay anybody that's uh, generating? They do pay people in a state. There is like a creators fund, oh. but uh, Canadians, I don't think I get it. But Americans, depending on if you have a certain amount of followers, you you get to be part of this creators fund. I love it how when there's an oversight like that, people act like, oh, it's just some. Uh, glitch yeah it's like no these things are all on purpose like but now i'm seeing people literally make tiktoks that are like hey like and they're using this sound where they're basically like pay me pay me pay me and they say give me here's my cash app you follow me give me money and i'm like what the fuck is happening right now it's like homeless people (laughs) but it's on tiktok and it's people that already have homes and are make have some money already and it's crazy too because when you think of the average homeless person nobody has more views than these people (laughs) You know what I mean? Who's been viewed more times Homeless than a guy people. on the fucking street? I mean, that is a zi- these guys are up they are seen by 10 so many eyes views. every day. <laughs> so like we don't even like these are the most famous. Homeless people, people do have the most views. They, have they do the most. They do. Nobody's got more eyeballs on them than them. <laughs> and I have no idea why people aren't like you know like hey uh, do you mind like why not be like hello homeless person yeah. Um, where do you mo- mainly, what's your area? Oh, I'm in front of the fucking, you know, the, the Hotel McDonald. Yeah. Me and Jimmy, all right, please wear these Grindstone Festival t-shirts in your travails and we'll give you 50 bucks. Yeah, we should start doing that. But actually, we should start solving homelessness <laughs> instead of getting them to be ads. No. 
homeless people. No, I think it's time for them to be broken billboards. Broken billboards. The broken billboards of society. Because, well, I mean, was, they got millions of views, they McGee. They do. They do. Well, and that we don't was give like them any a, money. a huge. So there was the election, and what's his face did not win. No, our so guy. We, who's our guy? Who was our guy? Wolanski or Wolchansky? Sorry, Josh. You, you, oh, you're no. a loser. He didn't make it. No. Was he too racist or not racist enough? I don't know what he was. It was, but a lot of women won, except for, of course, not the mayor. But, uh, but like, uh, but a lot of women did win. But uh, a lot of the mayor, pe- mayor people, <laughs> people that were running for mayor, mayoral they candidate. were trying to like talk about like we really have a bad homeless problem here. And I heard something in the in Calgary, the the mayor that went down there. She wants to like start uh, putting the arts community into all these old buildings that the oil people are vacating because oil is dying and now the, these oil people are like oh yeah the arts really make a lot more money and they want to start turning their empty office buildings into homeless which is what i've been saying this whole time these yeah, buildings that are not? sitting empty let's like turn it into a place where people can live and, and get better um but yeah i i don't know where i was going <laughs> we can end it but yeah i'm only I'm, we can I just think it'll be. I, I don't understand why they don't do that. Why do they don't have like a place where homeless people can go and live, because like in these empty buildings? Because so much of it is about mental illness, right? Well, well that as so, well. I get that. And so if you you give somebody who's extremely sick, like emotionally, like mentally sick. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh my god! Turn your phone off. Who the fuck would call me from Stony Plain? What does that say? Oh, Alberta. Alberta from Stony Plain. Probably a Nobody's big Christmas gig. Stony Plain. I don't fucking know anybody. You're in not Stony gonna answer, Plain. and then it's gonna go to somebody else. And then I'll I'll re I'll like look at the text thing. You, you know the voicemail text. I'm not answering it. No fucking way. I know. I know. I hate the la- Remember the last phone. time? The last time I answered a phone here, where I was like, oh, "That's an interesting number." Oh, yeah, it was the. And then it was like, man. yeah, Revenue Canada right before a <laughs> podcast. And then the whole time I'm like, Stressed "Why does uh? Why did that guy? Why? <laughs> what happened?" <laughs> Especially since I treated him like a piece of shit. Because <laughs> I was like, sure, Revenue Canada. He's used to it. He had a really dumb name. It was like Just Circus or some shit. It was like, I don't even know what it was, but it was so <laughs> b- bad. Hi there. I'm just sweets. Like, sure you are. I was rude to an Uber Eats salesperson today because they called the restaurant and they're like, hi, is your manager there? And I was like, um, no, they, they just they just left for a meeting. Sorry. Oh, well, what what is their name? And so I, I stupidly said their name and then I'm like, oh, no, now you're just getting information from me so you can call again and ask for the person. And then he kept asking questions and like, like, when are they there and who else is there? What are the names of the other people? And I just finally I, I said, I'm not doing your research for you. I'm busy. <laughs> and I got up on him. <laughs> I'm so sick of people. I'm so sick of really? being kind to people. I think you have ADHD, the one that doesn't have that. That doesn't that care? Doesn't have the rejection I think, sensitivity dysphoria. Well, I think I have it, but I've created some excellent coping mechanisms. You have, you're coping with it I'm so beautifully. I'm coping with it so well. Nobody's coping with it I'm, better than you. I'm one of the greatest copers alive. <laughs> I'm not. I, if I'm going to toot my own horn about something, I cope well. Wouldn't it be funny if we like cut open our brains and found out, like, oh, she had it way worse, but she must have been stronger. Like, well, she must have been like, way better as a person. The psychologist said, you have some incredible coping mechanisms that you've created throughout your entire Like, he's like, I'm, I'm impressed with a few of them but uh not all of them I <laughs> by them all not well because we worked together didn't we, we were in fort mcmurray we were in fort <laughs> what a fun oh man town. that was a fun time i'm just really glad i didn't get really drunk on the friday night because no, the what happened saturday would have been suspicious but it wasn't suspicious well basically this has never happened to me before in my life. You cheated on Adam. I cheated on Adam all weekend long with a toilet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was on. I was feeling icky before the show. Like I woke up from my nap and I'm like, all my cheeks were all red. And I'm like, but I didn't feel like feverish or COVID. I got was Eugene like, doing anything like, oh. <laughs> no, no, mom, don't go. No, no, he, he didn't do anything though. weird. Yeah, he should have been able he to pick up on He should have warned me. Yeah. He's not one of those epilepsy dogs, though. <laughs> like no. He doesn't warn me when he should warn me before I'm having a bad set. Mom, you're going to have a bad set. Don't go to this one. <laughs> okay, I won't go. All right, I'll open. I'll open. I'll open. <laughs> but I went up first because uh, you went up first the night before. And then I get up there and I'm like, I didn't feel good. And then like 10 minutes in, I was like, oh God, I'm not feeling good at all. I'm feeling really nauseous. And then I asked for some water and then, 
like I'm like I'm gonna push through I can just make it through this 45 minutes it's gonna be fine and then at like the 15 minute mark I just was like Ty could you please come back to the stage I need to leave I'm feeling sick uh not COVID sick but I'm feeling sick and I like beetled off and vomited in the I've never mm-hmm. had to leave the stage but if I hadn't I would have puked all over the, well not I didn't have anything in me because I didn't eat anything all day that's why I was sick because I didn't eat anything all day but yeah but yeah but that was so embarrassing and like I've never had to do anything like that before and then you had to hero. Co- follow that the yeah. hero I mean you don't get a lot of credit <laughs> you had to follow follow that follow <laughs> that one Sean I dare you yeah, luckily they were like they had a they were like they weren't a good crowd, but they had a tiny bit of juice. Yeah, so it wasn't horrible. But did they the notice one, that I left because I puked or what? I don't know. They probably like when a girl leaves the stage, you're never sure if it's pussy or mouth. But like, <laughs> pussy, mouth, or ass, or it, it's either mouth and ass or pussy, right? Um, so they weren't <laughs> sure if it was an ass mouth or a pussy one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I didn't tell them. I didn't, <laughs> it's not none of my business, right? So I just, uh, I was just like, oh, so I just, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. I think at some point I addressed it. It was like, well, I guess Kathleen is not coming back up. <laughs> <laughs> that dream is dying, folks. Like, I did say I could go back up because I was mm-hmm. feeling better. But then they were just like, we'd rather like. Just in case someone's like, like just in case someone's like, not just like, oh, they, the comic was sick and then they let them come back off. I was like, OK, that's I understand. So I just I just left. Well, and Ty didn't know how my time works because he he saw it from an audience member's perspective. So he was like 90 minute show. Oh, you know? So, he so then uh, so then I was like, uh, how much time? Uh, what are we OK for time or something to yeah. Ty? And then Ty was like two minutes left. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, really? Did you have to <laughs> fucking like, you know, you could have been two like, minutes. you're good or whatever. But no, it was funny. But he's like, yeah, two minutes. And then I get off and I'm like, you know, and he was looking at the 90 minutes. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, dude, you're reading the wrong part Read of the, the contract. Yeah. I am looking Cap- only I'm looking at the mins. Just because Kathleen I'm looking at the minimum threshold. 15 minutes of her 45 minutes set does not mean I cover it. If I see it says 75 to 90, I just might as Minimum. well fucking just redact the dash and the nine zero <laughs> because the only target I have is that seven five. But Ty didn't know that, right? Yeah. And I was way over it. I don't know why. We had another guest spot that came in and did some time. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, she could have just like given the mic back to Ty so we could give me a proper intro, but she was like, I don't know who this <laughs> is, Shane LeBronxkin. Yes, <laughs> Yeah. Name up. I was leaving when you but like was it was kind of up. like uh, that's one thing when you have re- when you have rejection sensitivity dysphoria okay. Kathleen, you can de- you can de- you can determine the difference between malice and indifference okay and th- I was like this is malice this is like a weird one where you're like she kind of did that on purpose yeah where she like made it clear that she didn't know who I was and wanted the audience to know like you know, this that's is, your perception. No, no, I'm good. Like, I actually am good at certain things. Okay. You have good coping mechanisms. I'm very, I'm good at being able to sort of read people. Yeah. So I could tell that it wasn't just, a, I'm so sorry. Like, cause usually, you know, if you don't know who it is, you're just like, I'm sorry. I, but she was the con, she, w- it was her confidence in not knowing yeah. that gave it away. Okay. Right. Like usually if you don't know something, you're bad. It's like when somebody says, uh, like, get pulled over by the cops for speeding, and they go, I was lost. And it's like, no, you weren't, because yeah. you were speeding. But I was Nobody's, lost. Nobody lost. who's lost speeds. So I with her, I was. knew, like, no. She was like, I don't know who this is. Here he is. Sean Pancake Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Pancake Zone. But it wasn't like, uh, she, wasn't back, she wasn't backing into the wrong word. She was oh leaping God. forward with the wrong it, word. I did notice that because I was just, I was leaving to go back to my room and I heard her bring you up and I laughed my ass off all the way back to the room. But the it was she... like, it was so wrong, but it was confidently delivered. Yeah. Sean Hazeltine breath. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I've never heard anybody step into that name like that. You know, like it wasn't even close. And she, she, she wanted to be, she wanted to be clear, like, because I think she books shows there too. Yeah. So it was like one of those like, so I didn't know. So I'm not smart enough to be able to like smell a rat. Yeah. But I can like piece things together. So I was like, I don't know what. Yeah. Why did she do that? Like it was so unnecessary. And then you're like, oh, like she book shows here. Yeah. Gotcha. So now I know. Yeah. 
So she's bringing a comedian in. She's definitely going to say his name absolutely Perfect. correctly. Yeah. Nail the enunciation Especially because hard name she's stroking yeah. the $2,000 check. <laughs> but when it's like a competitor's show yeah. at a venue that she's trying to poach like an egg, you're going to be like, Sean Brazeltines. <laughs> Don't know. Sorry, folks. Where do you come up with these Nobody knows who he is, folks. But next month, come back because everybody knows. You know, fucking Paul Reblaski outskas. <laughs> or however you say that. Was that racist to get it wrong? No. Good. I don't know. Maybe. I don't Nobody know listens to that. That's the thing that's Nobody great about this, this podcast is I've never gotten any negative feedback ever. No, because, because nobody, nobody listens. Fucking is, there's no comments. I looked at our metrics. That was a quick read. <laughs> <laughs> I went on Facebook and dove into this. And I'm like, this had like fucking two engagements or <laughs> like two. We have podcasts with like one person clicked on it and then unliked it several days later. And you're like, how do a fucking... Yeah, there was one where we got like two likes, and then uh, three days later they got cold feet and unliked. Unliked it? it? Yeah. <laughs> How do you unlike a status? I don't know why. That's why crazy. two days later too? Yeah. It's a weird length of time to sit with a podcast and then go. Wait a minute. This wasn't for me. I don't want my aunt Rita <laughs> checking into my life and then like, oh, he liked this. What a psycho! Oh my that. heavens! Just like Wendy <laughs> McGee used to say, I don't like the dead baby chatter. Oh, we don't really do a lot of dead baby talk anymore. No, we never We've even really moved on did. from the Holocaust. It like that one no, it was like the first one where we talked about a baby spinning on a thing. Oh, before I came here, I was watching. There's, I've never heard of this movie before. It's called Ghost Ship. Have you ever heard of it? It's like a horror movie, and it's like Juliana Margulies from ER and Gabriel Byrne. <laughs> it's, I, I just saw the beginning of it, and it has one of the greatest group death scenes i've ever seen in my entire life so it's like this boat in the 60s and all these people are at this like like ball or whatever at the on the boat everyone and all the passengers that are there and there's one little girl there and at some point everyone's dancing around on the dance floor something snaps and a guy wire just slices through the entire Whoa. crowd and like Only all of a sudden, kid. like you just see everybody kind of just like stop and they're like, what? And then you start seeing blood fall and then people start falling because they got sliced in half and the girl didn't get sliced in half because she was short. So wow. that's for short people. That's how short people are going to win. That's amazing. But it was one of the greatest. I, I, I've never watched a horror movie and thought, Jesus, that's creative. But I watched it. I was like, oh. What did I just watch? Like that was and it's probably kind of cool how they all died in different ways. They all, like right? like some, some guy people got, got a head, like fucking dick yeah. right at his dick, and some lady lost just right above her eyebrow, yeah. just top of your brain yeah. gone. Probably still walking around. They like, did. They, uh, had, they had some of them like rolling around, like still alive. There was a lady next to her legs, and she was like grabbing. How long for does them. it take to die before that? Like, if well, you if you look at a chicken, half. if you look at a chicken, the way they kill chickens, they cut their heads off. My mm -hmm. aunt, we used to do that at our farm, and I used to. Be, it used to be horrifyingly fascinating to watch it. Like, like they chop the head off, and then the ch chicken just bounces around for a while, shits itself, and then eventually. What dies. does the head do? I don't know. I never went up and looked. <laughs> no, I just wonder, like, is the head? I bet the you, you where still the blink. Is, I bet right? you still blink a little bit. I bet you, you your head is still doing stuff for a bit until your brain loses your all the like, oxygen and it's the dead. Fuck? Why am I running around? Yeah. <laughs> Why are my legs there? Why am I here? Why am I running over there? What? Yeah. It, I like. I kind of want to watch that scene again because I. I was sort of half watching it and then i saw what happened and i was like is that what just happened and then you just start seeing people's fall up in half and i was like even when i saw it happen i'm like well they're not going to show people just fall apart oh yeah they did they showed like the bodies getting cut in half yeah. it was a good horror movie well, i will say that you handled like pre-vomit pretty well <laughs> i was a professional about it you were very professional i didn't like make anyone panic mm -hmm. i just was like hi i'm gonna need some you to hi come there. Back up now here. that i'm done my extended guest spot yeah i need somebody right. to help oh and to make matters worse oh yeah i go and i'm barfing and i put my phone on top of the toilet and i'm barfing i'm barfing and then i look and i was still recording and i'm like of course i haven't listened to it yet because i don't want to hear myself barf no, but, but the way you write there might be something good in there <laughs> Might be like, you might be like, you know, fucking blah, blah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, all That's right, okay, now we're talking. <laughs> That's my new closer. 
<laughs> you go on stage like, is right. she, is she Russian? All right, cross that off the list. Cross that off of Why the list. Why is she speaking Russian? Um, oh yeah, I was looking at the Comedy Factory website. They oh, got a. Do still they still good. have the same one? Is it still that? Oh, it's like, still good. Yeah, it's, it's still, still that Angel Fire Flash website. Mm-hmm. That, click even, here for Flash Player or something. It's like one of those. Still, you have to like click the, on. I didn't even know that that would still be supported. Oh, it'll still be supported, and uh, he still has the. Um, he still has, he has comedians on. Comedians. He's got comedi- comedians, comedians and, and comedians. comedians. With yeah, it's and then three of the comedians are dead. Oh God! But yeah, he, but he, he hasn't still taken them down. Yeah, no, he'd probably be more likely to get them to do it than the living Look ones. Look at this website. You have to click a tiny image well, inside. It's not, a, it's not a mobile. He doesn't have a mobile site. <laughs> no, so you have to like, there, you have to click a tiny image that's inside of that it to get like to the MySpace. actual fucking calendar. Remember MySpace when you could like. It is. It's very vintage. And the bios are great because it's like the bio. I always like C Club bios. Just read a bio. Don't say their name, but read one of the bios. Um, he's been pursuing his dream of becoming a comedian since he was a young boy. He's been performing and studying acting, drama, sketch. You know, like I, it's it's you know the ones they're usually they usually start from birth, right? It's usually like <laughs> yeah. a birth story. Like, you know, the comedian's gonna suck when his bio starts with. Born in a hospital at, <laughs> on a cool October evening. Well, show me it who was it is. overcast. Show me who it is. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Uh, he won't give up. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, this is the list of who's coming. Yeah. That's oh, my God. That's the upcoming God. events. Oh, so these are like people that are. These are humans that are alive and oh still. That, yeah. And the headshots. Oh, the headshots are good. Yeah, they are classy. Oh, my God. Oh, no. No women yeah. are playing that club. No, those comedians aren't. But ready. this is the one club that no women are like watching and be like, why don't you have women? They're like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I do not think I have seen a woman. Yeah. Wow. You're right. I, I've I knew never like, seen one. And I, I never thought of that because I'm a guy. <laughs> but I honestly never thought of that. But you're right. I have literally never. Yeah. And now that I rack my brain. There isn't one. Like, I, I cannot think of one. Their reasoning for not booking a woman being like, oh, I just don't want any sort of sexual harassment story, so we'll just not book them at all. Like, I feel like that might be their reasoning. Um, well, the other thing... Yeah, he, I mean, he's a grease ball, the guy that owns the place, too. Like, for the first two years I did comedy, that's the only place I did comedy, and I just assumed that every comedy club owner had an office filled with shredded documents. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I bet you every... I, then in the next comedy club office I walked into, I'm like, where's all your uh, shredded documents? And they're like, what, what are, are you, you talking fucking about? talking about? And like, but what do you do with all your old headshots and yeah. paperwork? And they're like, I throw it into the recycling. I'm like, but you don't destroy it into <laughs> tiny pieces first so that it's untraceable My to favorite- Revenue Canada and your competitors? My favorite story about that club was when he put on like uh, the voicemail. So when you call into the club, it tells you who's there that week and like right. blah, 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 blah. And then uh, this isn't the name of the headliner because I don't know. If, well, well, it, ha- it was it, it happened to me. I was the one that was oh, there. That the, was. Yeah. That it, oh, so you it heard was, you were there with her. I was there with her. I picked her up. Yes. And then she's the one that told me the story. It was like Olivia Arrington. Yes. Where he made he like he did one of those. um uh, what's that movie with Richard Pryor where he's about to move into that house and then they're like they start joking about what they're going to take with them? They're like, oh uh, yeah, the pool. That's uh, we're taking that with us. <laughs> and then they're like, just kidding. And then they go around like, look at that. Uh, we're taking that with us. <laughs> and then they just laugh. They yeah. don't say just kidding. And then at the end, they've taken like all of the things <laughs> that they didn't say just kidding afterwards oh like they were like well we didn't say we were just kidding yeah after we said the hot tub we are so we it. are fucking taking <laughs> it so it was like bob told olivia errington like i'll give you a ride yeah. um from the airport or he's i'll give you a ride air i'll give you a ride airport or yeah. something and then she's like so she shows up at the airport and uh he's not there nope <laughs> so and he's like comic book cheap, right? So he didn't. Yeah, he would give us his SO extra card and say, please stop at SO's when you fill up. I'm like, I'm not getting points for you. He would try to get you to drive an hour out of your way to drop off posters show posters. to a different so town. You're like, yeah. When you're on your way to Vegreville, can you stop in Bonneville yeah. and drop off these he- Rob Pugh headshots? Yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, no. what? Yeah. Like, 
But yeah, so he, so Olivia waits at the airport. She's like, well, I've been told I have a ride. So she calls Bob and he only has one number and it's the club line. Yeah. Straight to voicemail. And then she says that, um, the, it's like, hi, uh, this week we've got Brian, uh, work Friday, Saturday shows at 8 PM and 10 30 on Saturday. Uh, tickets available at the club, $10 each. Come down and enjoy a night of laughs. Olivia, take a shuttle to the hotel. <laughs> and that's what the voicemail said. He left a secret. You remember how we used to have CDs? And we had secret songs? He left a secret he message a for her. Because yeah, look he, at Jim's face right he, now. is because, priceless. Because, and I mean, here's how malicious, at least how disgusting and I hilarious. I love how long the pause was, Because too. he knew, like, any other human is going to just hang up. Like, yeah. I got the information I need. Gotcha. Bye. Yeah. Only the only person on earth who's, who, gonna listen who's so desperate to leave a message is is Olivia. That's the only person who's going to listen and because li- it's the only contact she has. Yeah. So in his mind, he's like, well, she either doesn't listen to the message and gets her ass to the hotel or I she keeps listening how. to the message and then blah, blah, blah. And then if I get to the club and she's like, you fucking I can be like, didn't you l- get the message oh when God. you called the club? I left a message on the oh voicemail for you. I told you to handle it your own on your, and then she was like, you told me you were going to pick me up from the airport. No, I said I was going to go to the airport on the way. At some point in my life, not the day you came in though. I got busy. Yeah. But he's, but he, I, it's a, that, and you know, he's one of those guys that he's one of those guys where you're just sort of like, it's the, it's the thing I hate about religion. Yeah. Where so many crooked people can just like have a cross around their neck and now they have some legitimacy in terms of their ethics. Yeah. Right? We just assume good ethics. Yeah. Because they have that. They're but nowadays, that. I actually, when I see Not someone now. with a cross, I, I assume bad ethics. <laughs> right. You, would, you wouldn't be, yeah, you wouldn't be inclined to assume one way or the other now. But like when I was fucking around there, yeah, definitely like. A guy with like a guy fucking you yeah. with a cross didn't look like he was fucking you. <laughs> it was like, well, he must be, you know. He would make comics like walk up Calgary Trail on like the busy part of the road because he wouldn't come down a block to pick them up from the club to the b- shitty hotel that he would put them up at. Yeah, he, he had worked out an arrangement with the hotel that he had people at where a lot of times the checkout was 11 and they weren't leaving to get on the road until two or three. Yeah. Um, so he had worked out an arrangement where the ho- headliner could stay in the room from 11 until they were being picked up by the opener, but they had to not touch furniture. <laughs> so when I pick, <laughs> so I would go and pick up headliners who would be standing like in the room. I hope that there are Stan- club like owners, like. maybe Tyler from Winnipeg is listening to this and maybe, maybe he's going <laughs> to change up how he does his, <laughs> don't touch the furniture comics. Well, it's sort of like you get into one business and you have bad ethics and you're a scoundrel and it yeah. doesn't really fly because people are like, fuck you, pay me. Fuck well, you, pay me. people are so desperate in comedy. Then they get into comedy. So shady people get into comedy and not many people are saying, fuck you, pay me. They're especially, just saying, please let me go on the do the thing. Especially like a C-level club. Like no, mm-hmm. none of those comics are going to act like a diva. Well, you'd be surprised. Really? <laughs> oh, fuck. Are you kidding? Do they Really? Divas live everywhere. Oh, Divas I guess live so. in every level of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> every fucking level. You trowel the bottom of the ocean and there's some guy that comes up like, I thought there'd be Fiji here. <laughs> you know, so like these guys are in the dregs, right? They're yeah. in the net right next to the fucking decomposed, you know, dolphin that died nine years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they still come up like, fucking, I'm killing it. I'm doing more than you, you fucking goof. <laughs> like, the last time I went to that club, they all, like, the owner and the people that were there were like, I thought you quit. <laughs> You're still doing it? No, I just quit this place. We were asking around about you, and oh beep, some people God. said you were, like, dead, dead. <laughs> and others had said that you were alive but not doing it. So funny. it's just nice to see you kicking. <laughs> funny if you came in and he screamed he's like the ghost of sean lacombe uh, he's, he's yeah. haunting my comedy and i t- and i predicted it i told the other comedians i was i was with i'm like guarantee you he's gonna act like he's like oh, what the fuck like, like you're in still his doing defense the people on there there's somebody on that list that i was like he's still doing it 
Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. Like, because I never they, see him at other but clubs. He, but it was, more, it was more like, oh, I've been asking around oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, see yeah. if you had, con- uh, like, what had happened yeah. with you. And nobody What's had a clue. What's the like there? I wonder. Because I don't think, I think I headlined it It's usually 75 a ago. show. Oh, my God. But then he'll super middle you. So, it like, so there was always this deal where you're headlining, but then if the numbers don't look good, yeah. then you're the middle, actually. Yeah. And then he's the headliner. Oh, my God. But then he doesn't headline. He just does an extended extra. (laughs) Right. So now you're getting. So you've been moved from a $75 position to an unpaid position. But again, like scoundrels that get into this business, they know that people in this industry aren't like, fuck you, pay me. They're like, please give me stage time. Fuck you. Give me stage time. And they have this crazy longevity. The scoundrels have so much longevity. Well, and and then the comedians that you bump to middle, they stay. Yeah. Not only do they stay, they perform. Yeah. Not only do they perform, they do their headline time. Yeah. So it's sort of like, hmm. I used to see comics like bussing tables after shows there. Yeah, yeah full Stockholm Syndrome. Full like Stockholm. Like bussing tables. Like literally there was a, the, he would bring comedians, like this is, you know, uh, on another level, but a yeah. lot of people, some people are like this in the industry where like he would meet people at the gym and and he would hear their stories in the locker room about them having money or yeah. like being in Mexico oh or God. being at different properties yeah. or whatever, right? And then he'd be like, boy, you're funny. You seem really funny. Oh, no. You should come down to the comedy zone in the alley there. Like, <laughs> so he would like convince them to like, and some of them would be like, sure. Like they're yeah. successful business people. Yeah. They're like, well, I guess I do have a couple of yuckles in me. And then, <laughs> you know, and then he knows like once the bug is in him, yeah. once I've planted this fucking bug, like here's the microchip in your vaccine, yeah. you know, like I track this motherfucker for the rest of his life. Once he gets up there and does eight street jokes and gets a pretty big laugh and nobody calls him on it because he's oh, in the he's... most horrible club in the fucking world. He's the new corporate entertainer. Now he's like, I love it. Yeah, I love this. I want to come back. And then Bob's like, hey, just wondering if there's any availability in your timeshare in the Bahamas. So then you'll see like photographs of him like with a cross around his neck, no shirt, underwater, like fucking <laughs> scuba diving with Jesus, you know, golden Jesus right under him <laughs> at one of his comedian's properties oh in the Bahamas. God. And then you f- like flash forward to his club. That comedian whose fucking house he's staying at is operating the sound and <laughs> all the lights at his club, God. like working the club, like getting the show started and off the ground. And then I would go back to the club and then uh, the owner, Bob, would be there and he'd be like, I'm just getting the fellas some food. They did a good job running the show for a couple of weeks for me there. <laughs> and then I'd look and he had he had like a, ta- a plate of bald wings. Bald. Bald wings. That's all I remember. 100 bald wings Ew, on a paper disgusting. plate. 100 bald wings on a paper plate. No, not a drumstick. No drumsticks. No drumsticks. <laughs> All of the drum, whatever they, they drum, the pointy tip out. Yeah, on they it? all had oh the. Oh my god! Yeah, and like you know the ones that are just like one side meat, one side yeah. bone. Reject those wings. The re- so they're all reject bald oh on a paper plate. God. Just paying the fellas back for all the hard work they done. And they come back. And may, they may the Lord bless their evening. May the Lord. May the Lord bless their weekend. He also was a club that had a no swearing rule. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he could fuck you, but you couldn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is like, Bob screwing us around here? But that would probably yeah. be yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. horrific. Yeah, like horrific. And the thing that's the thing about when you think about stand up, like you know, the chasm between the kind of life Chappelle has yeah. and the kind of life like a Bob Angeli on the way down, not on the way up, because there are like good comedians that go there yeah, that yeah, are like yeah. on the way. And they're just like, you know, it's a double manipulation yeah. where you're okay with it because it's like a, a dual, we're, we're, I'm using you for stage time. Yeah. And then once I'm good enough, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. And you're using me because you like free and cheap labor. So this is good. But the people that are actually legit on their way down yeah. in their 60s oh, and, they're cook, and they're going to that room yeah. to, to make the money. Yeah. They need the money. Like, I mean, that. There's nothing scarier in the world to me than that. No. Like that's, that's why, why that's why like I like I got to get a day job and, I go and probably back keep to school. I got to do something. Probably keep the day job, right? Because I can't I really do need that. to fall back. I cannot. <laughs> yeah. I will not be 62 
and going to Bob's room to no. headline it and having him come up to me afterwards like, were you working on some new stuff there? Because uh, that wasn't the A game, was it, fella? <laughs> oh, and I'm like, Bob. I'm going to go fucking jump off a fucking bridge. Oh, my God. Bob Angeli is telling me to do my old stuff <laughs> because he doesn't want to pay me to work on new material. I'm going to go kill myself. This is why comedy is so sad because like it works for a few people and yeah. yeah, and that's who you see and you're like, wow, they really made it. But you don't understand that there's like oh. for every comic that makes it, there's a hundred that don't. And some of, and then there are of those 150 just keep pushing and pushing until it's sad. Well, we always, <laughs> well, I mean, the, the thing is like we, you know, sometimes we talk about like, you know, when you're a bit younger, you think the saddest thing that can happen in comedy is that you stop doing comedy. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, they don't do it anymore. Oh, they don't do it anymore. Like, oh my, what the... Like, that's the worst outcome yeah. is that you don't do it anymore. And then after a while, you're like, that ain't the worst outcome. Yeah. The worst outcome is you're 63, you're at the 28-minute mark of your headline set at and the Comedy tired. Factory for $75. Yeah. And you can see Bob tapping his foot at the back of the room. <laughs> And you know that that means we need to have a conversation afterwards yeah. about the content. And you're like, am I honest to God about to have a fucking conversation <laughs> at 63 with a 78-year-old Bob, <laughs> An- with, with a 78-year-old Bob Angeli about my material choices so that oh I can, God. so that I can get that $75. <laughs> I have to have that $75. So I still have to fucking like, you know, kiss his cross, uh, you know, so I'm never going to let that happen. This you know. is depressing. I'm going to scan this and hope that we've won a million dollars. Good. So we can gracefully leave comedy. Uh, <laughs> I was talking, uh, I think it was with, like, like I did a Darren and Dave podcast. I cheated on you guys last night. Uh-oh. And, uh, How did I, that one go? Is it, it's funnier than this, right? I don't know. They're, they're different. But hmm. I was talking about, like, because we were talking about, I've said it before. I'm like, having a baby is a great out for a female comedian. Because no one's going to be like, oh, she gave up on her dream. Everyone's going to be like, she just wanted to be a mom. Yeah, but I mean, I'd rather do the guy one where you pretend that you moved back to your hometown. You pretend you moved back to your hometown to take care of an ailing relative. Yeah. Because that one you don't even actually have to be. You don't even have to be doing it. Yeah, you look like a hero. You can not even be doing it. You can just be like, I moved back to Burlington to take care of my mom. She's not doing good. And then the reality is you see her once a week. You go, And then she makes the dinner. Yeah. She makes fucking dinner. <laughs> you go over to her house once a week. She makes dinner. Oh. You're living off of their fucking money. This you know? is so depressing. <laughs> but if you're a woman and you have a baby to get out, yeah. you got, now you got a fucking baby to take care of. I know. Is that That's horrifying? a lot of goddamn work. Oh, no. I'd rather. Yeah, you're right. That's too much work. Yeah. But do I the, but do the is, guy one. But it is as a woman. It's a very it's the easier way out to look graceful and. But she just wanted what? to be a mom so bad. Was this a de- super depressing podcast? Just I didn't feel end. like it was just, just at the, the end. end. Just the end. Just when we started talking about our future. <laughs> oh, but I mean, you know, it's still funny to me. Like it's I, funny, and the reason it's funny, it's not it, to me. It's not depressing because we're not. I'm not going to let it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I see the guys that it's happening to, and I feel bad. I do feel genuinely bad yeah. for them. Yeah. Because they're good people and they don't deserve that. And they were never diagnosed with ADHD. Right. And, bu- and but were. there are and I mean I don't mind talking about it because there are people in this industry that are just like horrible human beings, oh, just yeah. like any in industry, but like super predatory. Yeah. And they're around forever. They never they go. They never away. go. Away. They ne- and that's the problem is you don't have these predators come in and then like five years later they're gone. They're here forever. Yeah. Unless they're fully canceled by the whole yeah, community. Yeah, but they're running the game forever. As yeah. long as they stay in the shadows, right? Yeah. As long as they're in the upstairs of a bowling alley with fucking little Annie Frank, <laughs> they're fine. But, you know, so they're never going to figure that out. Imagine if they were in a bowling alley. It would have been easier for them to be loud. <laughs> <laughs> they would Why just time their footsteps with a bowl. Yeah, with a they ball. just got to wait strike. for I'm fucking... Gonna... <laughs> all right, I'm going to make dinner. Wait for a gutter. <laughs> Don't stop... <laughs> Do not start that oven until you hear a gutter ball. I want to dedicate this episode to Anne Frank. Thank you for... Yeah, anything rolling on wood will no, get us killed. No, I mean it in a nice way. We appreciate you for everything that you did so that we can joke about you now. I bet you she had a great <laughs> sense of humor. I actually saw an article recently... I, that she was boy crazy. I heard about yes, that. Yes, that's the article. Yeah. She was boy... I'm like... And I kind of just like was like, this is the sweetest thing ever. Because it, mm. it's just like, oh no, because it... I mean, it was also very sad because it very humanizes. For sure. <laughs> Not yeah, that she wasn't like, a human before, but it was like a book before. But now her friend's like, no, she was just like this boy, crazy girl. Because I'm like, yeah, that's how old was she when she was there? Weren't you in the play? 
I was in the she play. She was like 13 yeah, or 14. I was the Van Domsler, Van Domsler boy or something like yeah. that. I had a cat. I had a kitty cat. I had a cat in a cage. <laughs> and uh, little Annie Frank wanted to get down. Yeah. I just but, like, yeah, I feel bad for people that were in their teen like years. We, if we get busted fucking, like if the Germans come up because we were like, think oh, about that's that. Bad. It's like, you think it's bad that your parents caught you having sex. You know what I mean? The What's Nazis the, the catch you. <laughs> this podcast? Because then you're thinking to yourself, what are the odds that moms that doesn't know? You know what I mean? Like, they're going to tell mom. They're going to tell mom we were fucking. Like, they're going to tell oh, mom well. that's how we got yeah, caught. This is, yeah. At least we'll be separated immediately. <laughs> Anyways, let's end it on that. It's just getting worse. Every yeah. time I talk, it gets worse. <laughs> We might as well stop. Yeah, go to our Patreon and pay for this Fuck fucking episode. Fuck off. Nobody's doing it. That's what it. we should do. We should have like a Patreon, and but the worst parts of the episode are on the Patreon. <laughs> when it gets real dark oh, and bad. Oh, God. Imagine trying to tease people into... <laughs> if you liked what you just heard, that was a sample of the dead baby... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the dead baby Please Jesus Christ. Please pay two ninety nine for the rest of it. Like, fuck you. Like, only Bob Angeli does. Like, oh, I will pay and... And then they'll pay. They'll pay. They'll First I'll never pay. do a spot First again. I'll pay, then they'll pay. Or they can come and do a spot, but I'm not giving them a free bowling game. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia, take, take a shuttle to the hotel. <laughs> Brilliant. All okay, right. bye. Bye.